Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's yet another edition of The Good with Kevin Thomas, the post-Thanksgiving edition of The Good. Uh, I hope that everybody had a safe and happy holiday. It was... uh, It was really nice to be able to spend the time with my mom and... uh, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, I, I wish we could have had more family around, but it, it's been really cool. And, uh, uh, we ate like royalty and, uh, you know, uh, we, we've been watching TV and, uh, uh, it, it really has been a good time. And, uh, you know, so I hope your Thanksgiving was as good as mine. Uh, and I, I just want to say that, uh, you know, we're, we're in the holiday season now and, uh, let's try to remember those who are less fortunate. Uh, let's, uh, try to do something nice for the people around us. It's the time of year where, you know, it, it's it's really easy to think of yourself but it doesn't take much to think of others so uh definitely uh whatever you can do to help out whether it's a donation or donating your time uh do it you won't regret it it it's a perfect time of year for it Now, as we roll into another week of the good, I've I've got some good stories coming up in just a bit. But as customary during this time of the program, we talk about what happened on this date in music history. And we're going to go all the way back to November 29th, 1963. I Want to Hold Your Hand was released in the UK. They had advanced orders past the one million mark before it was released. Of course, it would only be the beginning as the Beatles would reign supreme on the charts for a good 10 years. And, uh, of course, there were also solo careers after that and, uh, We'll get into a little bit of that in just a second. On this date in 1965, the governor at the time in Colorado, John Love, declared a Rolling Stones day throughout the state as the Stones were about to appear at the Denver Coliseum in Colorado during a North American tour. On this date back in 1969, The Beatles hit number one on the charts with their release of Come Together and Something. And uh, Something has got to be one of my favorite songs. And and not just George Harrison songs, but just it's just an amazing record. Amazing song. And... uh, What's interesting about it was that uh, around that time, James Taylor was recording at Apple Records, uh, and uh, he recorded the song Something in the Way She Moves, and if you listen to the first line of Something, Something in the Way She Moves. So I guess... uh, George knew talent when he saw it. On this date in 1980, John and Yoko released Double Fantasy. Of course, it would be the last album released of John Lennon's work during his life. And uh, when uh, it went on to win the 1981 album of the year at the Grammy Awards, uh, 
really kind of amazing what he was able to put together after taking a good five years off raising Sean uh, along with uh, Yoko and uh, uh, really just a great record and uh, he is missed no doubt about it more on the Beatles in just a second on this date in 2000 U2's drummer Larry Mullen came to the aid of a motorcyclist that had been in an accident. He was driving home when he saw that someone on their motorcycle had crashed, and he stopped to call for help on his phone and then waited for the ambulance to arrive. Can you imagine being that motorcyclist and looking up and seeing Larry Mullen, of all people, uh, there? But uh, really, uh, awesome Awesome thing Larry Mullen did there. On this date in 2001, and it's hard to believe it's been this long, 20 years since the death of George Harrison. Uh, He died in Los Angeles of lung cancer at the age of 58. Uh, Of course, the Beatles, the Traveling Wilburys, his solo work, Probably uh, probably the greatest triple album of all time, All Things Must Pass. Uh, really uh, phenomenal life that he lived. Now, uh, on this date, in 2013, Dick Dodd, drummer and vocalist of the Standells, died of cancer. Uh, he was uh, famous for the, with the Standells for the song Dirty Water, which, if you're a Red Sox fan, you've probably heard that song a few times. Uh, definitely, uh, it's a cool song, but, you know, it, it, the whole Red Sox connection just kind of uh, rubs me the wrong way. And, and the interesting thing about the Standells was that none of them were actually from Boston. And yet in the song, there's the Boston, You're My Home line interesting now we go to birthdays on this date in 1933 john mayall famous for his work with his blues breakers band was born uh the blues breakers probably the most famous person that played in that band eric clapton On this date in 1940, Chuck Mangione was born. Had the big hit back in 1978, Feel So Good. Really, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. Uh, Coming up uh, because of the uh, connection with uh, John Lennon today, I'm I'm going to play something off of Double Fantasy uh, in a few minutes. And uh, then I'm going to play something from the Mamas and the Papas. And the reason why is because today, on this date in 1941, Denny Doherty was born. And, of course, uh, the Mamas and the Papas, Denny Doherty being uh, one of the great vocalists in that act. And uh, Monday, Monday, California Dreamin', so many great songs from the Mamas and the Papas. And who can forget Cass Elliot? Uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to play something from the Rascals because it also happens to be Felix Cavalieri's birthday. So you know what? Scratch that. I'm going to play something from the Rascals. And uh, Felix Cavalieri, vocals, keyboards... We're talking good loving, grooving. Uh, it's a beautiful morning. People got to be free. So many great songs. I feel like playing grooving. So you know what? I'm going to play grooving uh, later on in the hour. Uh, on this date, in 1951, Barry Goudreau was born. You might not know the name, but you might know the band, Boston, 
And, of course, they had more than a feeling and uh, uh, probably their biggest hit, uh, even though more than a feeling gets played on the air uh, so many times over, their biggest hit was a number one uh, song in 1986 called Amanda. But Boston has sold more than 75 million records, including 31 here in the U.S., 17 of which came off of their self-titled debut album. And you know what? I got to say, if you're going to have a debut album, have a debut album like Boston did. Because Boston had one hit after another after another off that album. Really fantastic stuff. We go to the phones. You're on with Kevin and the Good. How are you? Okay, never mind. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes they call, sometimes they leave. Uh, On this date, in 1968, Jonathan Knight, famous for his collaboration with the boy band New Kids on the Block, was born. Uh, They had had the hits uh, Step by Step, and you you got the right stuff, and... uh, uh, a lot of uh, a lot a lot of uh, happy 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 crowds out there, uh, and finally uh, the game, who's a, a rapper, uh, was born on this date in 1979, and uh, he his debut album went to number one. The documentary, uh, plenty of music history for today uh so when we come back to the good i'm gonna play uh you know what i'm gonna play woman by john lennon and then later on in the hour i'll play the rascals grooving you're listening to the good with kevin thomas and we'll be back in just a moment With local news, local traffic, and local weather, if you like local, you'll love AM1700 WRCR and WRCR.com. This is Ramapo Supervisor Michael Speck. I'd like to wish everyone a joyous holiday season. Have a Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, a festive Kwanzaa, Feliz Navidad, and a Happy and Healthy New Year to all. Tina Traster, editor and publisher of the Rockland County Business Journal. The need for local journalism is critical. RCBizJournal.com is a 24-7 digital news source covering local news stories about the economy, retail, real estate, local entrepreneurs, and more. Sign up for our professional business directory. Check out our commercial real estate listings. We deliver in-depth analysis every Monday at 9.15 with Jeff and Will on The Morning Show. And visit rcbizjournal.com to receive our free daily newsletter. Are you concerned about water quality for recreation activities like fishing, boating, and swimming? Or about water quality and availability for drinking and landscape use? Is flooding a bigger issue and concern? Then tune in the second Thursday of every month for the Stormwater Consortium Radio Show at 9.30 a.m. on WRCR with your host, Michael Wilson. The show is sponsored by the Stormwater Consortium of Rockland County and Cornell Cooperative Extension of Rockland County. Discuss these issues and many others that relate to stormwater, runoff, and water quality. Hi, I'm Kevin Thomas, host of The Good with Kevin Thomas. Every weekday at 2 p.m., I've got positive stories and music to get you through your afternoon. It's the daily boost you need, and it's on five days a week. The Good with Kevin Thomas, keeping you smiling. Weekdays at 2, after Stardust Memories, and before Clem in the P.M., right here on WRCR and WRCR.com. 
Hi, I'm John Sakata. Did you know that chronic hepatitis C affects approximately 1 million Hispanic Americans? I'm visiting my father today, who's part of that statistic. And while not every story is the same, I'd like to tell you his. Such a proud man, old-fashioned, the provider, hardworking man. Stay strong, be silent. But this disease is just as silent. He lived with it for at least 20 years and never mentioned how sick he was getting. Never talked over any of the options with his doctor. If I'd have known more about chronic hepatitis C, I could have encouraged him to take action sooner. Then maybe I'd be visiting him at home instead of here at the cemetery. If you still think there's strength in silence, think again. Please talk to your doctor about your options and learn more at tuneintohepc.com. Weather. It's another windy day, that November wind, almost a December wind, with temperatures only near 40 degrees, along with breaks of sun and clouds moving through. Then tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, occasional light snow or snow showers. Could be up to a dusting or an inch, and especially northern and western areas. Lows 25 to 30. Then on Tuesday, a partly sunny day, highs in the mid-40s. It'll be windy as well. And less wind on Wednesday, partly sunny skies and highs between 42 and 47. In fact, near 50 degrees by Thursday with partly sunny skies. For AM 1700 WRCR, this is meteorologist Mark Haddock. Up-to-the-minute weather information is always available on the WRCR website. Day or night, when you want the weather, check our website at WRCR.com. And the current temperature is 40 degrees.
A Love Letter to Yoko. Woman by the late, great Johnny Ace. John Lennon here on WRCR AM 1700. Uh, We've got some uh, stories for you. And uh, I am going to start, uh, once I get my uh, bearings here, uh, I, I'm going to start with a different story than I initially thought I would. <laughs> I'm going to change the, the order up a little bit here. I, I'm flying by the seat of my pants, I guess. So... Now, most people have taken uh, flights uh, here, there, everywhere. They've gone to the airport, and uh, they've caught their flight, and sometimes they go to the airport, and their flight's delayed or canceled. Well, some interesting things can happen when you're stuck in the airport. So... We're going to talk about two passengers that faced some wintry weather back at Toronto's airport back in 2003. Their, their flights got canceled, and for, for Jennifer Lowther, uh, she hunkered down in tears because she was about to miss her best friend's wedding. Now, they were in Toronto. The she Jennifer was supposed to be the master of ceremonies and uh, the wedding was supposed to take place in her hometown of Winnipeg the next day. But snow forced the cancellation of her flight. Well, it's interesting what can happen. So there's 29-year-old Jennifer trying to, well, express the distress that she felt because she missed this flight. And uh, then came 34-year-old Chris Powell. Now, Chris is a frequent business traveler. And uh, he, too, had a flight canceled. So he noticed in the airport lounge that uh, Jennifer was uh, crying into her breakfast. And uh, so he struck up a conversation with her. And they had a couple drinks here and there. And uh, Chris felt like he had an instant rapport with Jennifer. And Jennifer felt it as well. Well, they eventually were surrounded by other passengers that uh, they all started talking and making jokes and uh, just everybody was helping each other pass the time. And uh, the funny thing was that uh, Jennifer and Chris had never met prior to this uh, layover, uh, but Everyone in their in the group of passengers that were talking there thought they were a couple. And uh, even though they just met, they felt they felt like they'd known each other all their lives. So uh, four o'clock rolled around, and the last flight to Winnipeg was canceled. But Chris was determined. Chris wanted to make sure that she could be there for her best friend. 
So, what were the alternatives? Well, Chris was able to get a 9 p.m. flight to Vancouver. And he figured if Jennifer were there as well, even though it would be out of her way by about two hours, she might just be able to make it. So, uh, with a stopover the following morning in Edmonton, it would be cutting it close, but it was doable. So, they couldn't get the flight to Winnipeg, but they got the 9 o'clock to Vancouver, and they even managed to get seats together. And it, it, was, uh, it was magic. Jennifer said, we actually kissed the whole way to Vancouver, just sort of like enamored with each other. Now, once they were in Vancouver, they crashed at, uh, at the place of one of Chris's friends. After a few short hours of sleep, Jennifer had to be on her way again. But not before she and Chris exchanged contact info and made plans to meet up the next time they were both back in Toronto. Well, here's how it went. Jennifer somehow had been able to make it to Winnipeg. She was able to get uh, to her parents' car with Barely enough time to make herself presentable. Her dad managed to drop her off at the stroke of two. And both Jennifer and her best friend were overcome with emotion because her best friend feared she might just miss the big day. Now interesting twist to this story at the wedding Jennifer's ex-boyfriend was there and she toyed with the idea of making another go of it but then she realized that the man that she had just met Chris was someone that she really did truly want to see again and sure enough three months later they were engaged and in 2004 Jennifer and Chris married now the story isn't over yet now Jennifer had been treated for cervical cancer when she was 19 and she was told that she would never be able to conceive and uh, at the same time even though they hadn't really talked about it all that much uh, Chris hadn't planned on being a dad either so it became a big surprise when they found out that she was pregnant and she would have a son by the name of Spencer and a few years later, she would have a daughter by the name of Lauren. So now, the children are in their teens. And it all happened with the chance meeting at the airport. Now, they've been able to take uh, family trips to Sri Lanka and uh, Argentina. But it seriously sounds like something out of a movie. Their flights get canceled. They, they have to scramble to try to find other flights to, to get to where they need to get to. As Chris put it, I don't know. Cosmic alignment? Call it what you will. Call it kismet. But it was amazing. I'm lucky it happened to me. Thanks, fate. So far, so good.
it just goes to show you, on, on the one hand, you never know when love will come your way. And out of something that could have been potentially horrible, like missing your best friend's wedding, turns out to be something so right. Now, let's talk about a Carbondale, Pennsylvania dog by the name of Gendry. Gendry is a one-year-old Jack Russell mix. And uh, his owner, Laura Swingle, uh, actually, actually lives in West Virginia, but she was in Carbondale visiting her family for a funeral when her dog Gendry ran off. Something spooked him, and he ran off. Uh, on October 15th. Now, th- they, did, they did search for Gendry, and uh, then came the posting on Facebook. Uh, friends, family, the community posting on Facebook with no sign of Gendry. Or as Laura put it, I kept telling the kids, I'm sure somebody just thought he was such a sweet dog and he probably was missing his collar and they just thought he was a stray and kept him because the alternative was just unthinkable. Well, here's a really cool thing that happened. See... You can call it a Thanksgiving miracle. She was driving back to Carbondale to visit the family uh, for the holiday. The phone rang, and I answered it, she said, which I never do. And Glenn, the man who found them, said, is your dog missing? And I said, yes. Do you have my dog? And it turns out that Glenn Halleck did, in fact, have Gendry. Uh, Now, I guess Gendry had ran from Carbondale to Jessup to a totally different town, and uh, eventually Glenn would post on Facebook, the owner just left with Gendry. We were almost in tears seeing the dog's reaction to being reunited with his mom. And Laura said, you know, during the holiday season, they're just amazing. It's wonderful that people like them exist, and I'm just so grateful to them. Now, Gendry had uh, some cuts, uh, sore paws, and he lost a little weight, but otherwise he was okay. Laura says her family has even more to be thankful for this Thanksgiving. So, it's a holiday homecoming for Gendry, and I'm glad that he's all right. So, when we return to The Good with Kevin Thomas, we will have The Rascals with Groovin', one of my favorite songs. Here on The Good with Kevin Thomas, we'll be back in just a moment. Pull up a chair or a cubicle and spend some time with us. We're AM 1700 WRCR and WRCR.com. This is Stony Point Town Supervisor Jim Monahan. From my family to yours, wishing all a wonderful holiday season and a happy and peaceful new year. Running out of faith? Then stop by for a service. Don't forget to tune in to Faith Unscripted, a brand new show dealing with the big questions about God, faith, and you. Hosted by Clarkstown Reformed Church's own Pastor Rich. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. only on WRCR, AM 1700. 
Did you know that the Historical Society of Rockland County has a history show right here on WRCR? Hi, I'm Claire Sheridan from the Historical Society of Rockland County. Join me every third Monday of the month, right after the Jeff and Will Morning Show, when we'll explore and learn about the rich history of Rockland County with different topics and guest speakers every month. That's the third Monday of every month at 9.30 a.m. Sponsored by the Historical Society of Rockland County. Visit our website at rocklandhistory.org to learn more about our events, programs, and membership. That's rocklandhistory.org. Or call us at 845-634-9629. That's rocklandhistory.org. Or 845-634-9629. Buying a home is one of the largest investments you'll ever make in a lifetime. Not sure how much money to put down, what budget to set for buying a home, how to pre-qualify for your mortgage. Join Ann Zylingold every Thursday at 7.15 a.m. on Mortgage Matters, where Ann will answer your questions and give you tips about the mortgage process. Ann Zylingold is vice president of FM Home Loans and has over 27 years' experience specializing in residential mortgages. Don't miss this show every Thursday morning at 7.15 right here on WRCR AM 1700, radio unscripted, and WRCR.com. Visit Ann at her website, annzynagold.com, or call 354-9700. That's 354-9700. Want to see the faces that go with the voices on WRCR Radio? Then like us on Facebook. Facebook? I hate Facebook and all that social media. People don't know how to communicate anymore. If anyone ever texts me, I'm... Carrie, can you please close the recording door next time? Uh, you started something, baby. So type in WRCR on your Facebook search or go to WRCR.com for the direct link. Weather. It's another windy day that November wind, almost a December wind. With temperatures only near 40 degrees, along with breaks of sun and clouds moving through. Then tonight, partly to mostly cloudy, occasional light snow or snow showers. Could be up to a dusting or an inch, especially northern and western areas. Lows 25 to 30. Then on Tuesday, a partly sunny day, highs in the mid-40s. It'll be windy as well. And less wind on Wednesday, partly sunny skies and highs between 42 and 47, in fact, near 50 degrees by Thursday with partly sunny skies. For AM 1700 WRCR, is meteorologist Mark Hannock. Up-to-the-minute weather information is always available on the WRCR website. Day or night, when you want the weather, check our website at WRCR.com. And the current temperature is 40 degrees.
many days this way We're gonna talk and laugh our time away I feel it coming closer day by day Life would be ecstasy You and me endlessly Just a great record. Uh, that was the Rascals with Groovin. And, and uh, on Felix Cavalieri's birthday, uh, Felix has called in before to the Doo-Wop Dream Machine, which you can hear this Friday from 6 to 8 right here on WRCR. A lot of great people have called that show, and uh, I implore you, Listen in. It's always a good time. Uh, Now, uh, coming up in 10 minutes, we've got news, traffic, and weather. And then we have Clem in the PM coming up next here on WRCR. Then at 5 o'clock after news, traffic, and weather, we have the Good Health Lawyer with Patricia Finn. It's always an interesting show. The hot topics of the day spoken right here on WRCR. So stay tuned for those two programs coming up as the day goes on. Now, I want to talk about what officers for the Mesa Police Department in Mesa, Arizona are doing. Uh, They are spreading holiday cheer. They're pulling people over. Yes, that's not the holiday cheer. Uh, What they're actually doing is instead of issuing tickets, they're offering turkeys. So this is what they did prior to Thanksgiving here. uh, That uh, even uh, Officer Jason Flam of the Mesa Police Department told the motorist, When you made your turn, you made a wide turn. You're supposed to stay in your lane. Then he went to his police cruiser, and he came back with the turkey. Now, Officer Flam says that some of the stops have been emotional, bringing one man to tears. As Officer Flam put it, I don't think they can afford the turkey, so it worked out really good. One driver even thanked Flam for the gesture, but said she had already bought a Thanksgiving turkey, and and he requested that uh, it be passed on. Someone else, uh, a guy by the name of Mike, was pulled over and given a turkey, And he said, in fact, I was on my way to Costco to pick up some fixins, so this saved me a few bucks. Now, uh, they're not the first police department to give turkeys, not tickets. Back in 2016, the Fort Worth Police Department gave turkeys to unsuspected drivers ahead of Thanksgiving. Now, the, now, this particular program with the Mesa Police Department was proposed by a police commander in, in order to connect with the community. Now, as, as Mike put it, he said, I think it's a great idea. I was telling the officer in the past few years, police officers in general have gotten a bad rap. And I think it's important they get recognized for putting it out there every day. So, interesting uh, interesting to get pulled over by a police officer, but amazing when they come to your car with a turkey. A little holiday cheer for you. Now... 
I want to talk about uh, Argentina. But first, we're going to take this phone call. Oh, wait, this might be spam. Hold on. You're listening to WRCR. Who's this? Two for two today. Not bad. Now, an 11-year-old boy in Argentina lost his mother uh, just days before uh, he was to play in a big soccer game. Luca Gerci plays for Alumni de Azul, a soccer club in Buenos Aires. And uh, he last weekend, he played his first game since the death of his mother. And under his jersey, he wore a T-shirt that said, in Spanish, uh, Thanks for everything, Mom. Kisses to you in heaven. I love you. Now, the amazing uh, part about this story was that after the game ended, players from the opposing team ran over to Luca and hugged him. And uh, photos of this amazing scene were posted on Twitter and they went viral. And uh, the regional soccer organization said, among the beautiful gestures that we have seen during the championship, this is without a doubt the most exciting. Luca Gerci, from alumni, suffered the physical loss of his mother a few days ago and today decided to also play with his championship champion category of 10th. At the end of the match, the Atletico players hugged him and consoled him in this difficult moment. So, Luca, uh, you know... Luca probably can't hear this, but uh, your mom's watching over you, and you're going to be all right. You know, it it really is uh, tough to see kids go through uh, something like that at such a young age, Uh, but he'll be just fine, especially when he's got a community looking after him like that. Definitely... uh, Definitely good to see the support, no doubt about it. Now I've got a few minutes left in the show, so I want to talk about a Perland student uh, in Texas, Perland, Texas. Uh, Her name is Summer Lynn, and uh, she's only eight years old. Now, instead of spending her Thanksgiving break at home, Summer has decided she's going to set up shop in a Pierland shopping center and sell cupcakes. But these cupcakes are not just a business. She's actually using the profits from the cupcakes to buy Christmas gifts for foster kids. Summer says, I wanted to help, so I thought about making cupcakes. I buy gifts with them for the foster kids. She made more than 2,000 and sells boxes of the cupcakes for five bucks. Uh, Now, she says she knows it's hard for Santa to find the foster children. Summer says, he's very busy. They get moved a lot. They're special no matter what anyone says or does. Seriously. They deserve a good Christmas. They need a good home. In fact, uh, she's taken it upon herself to help. Uh, She's already adopted 13 kids for Christmas. Uh, She says... uh, They deserve something that makes them feel like they're wanted and loved, which they are. Uh, 
And uh, as Summerlin's mom, Max Ryder, puts it, Thanksgiving and Christmas, when it's supposed to be a time with family, you feel unwanted and unloved because, again, you're a foster kid. You see, her mom spent seven years of her life in and out of foster care, so for her, it's personal. So kudos to Summer Lynn, eight years old, eight years on this planet, and she is already showing such an incredible heart to kids that deserve it, no doubt about it. And uh, uh, definitely uh, quite the example made by Summer Lynn. So... We're about to wrap up here. I want to thank all of you for joining me for another edition of The Good. Coming up next after news, traffic, and weather, we have Clem in the PM, followed by The Good Health Lawyer at 5 o'clock. And uh, we've got a day of programming to continue, so I hope that you sit right there and listen to all of it. It's great programming here on, on WRCR and uh And we're back from the break, so no doubt we're back into the swing of things. Thank you for joining me. God bless. And we'll see you tomorrow for another edition of The Good with Kevin Thomas. Take care.